Ampies, it's intro time. A very special intro time. And why is that? Because I'm not doing it with your other Ampy queens. Oh no, I am doing it with Kristen Russo. What am I doing here? <laughs> yes, you might be wondering what you're doing here, considering we're discussing a season five episode of The Vampire Diaries. And Kristen, um, how far into The Vampire Diaries did you get? Mm, I think I made it most of the way through season one. I am aware that there are two vampires and that there is a lady named Elena. Elena? Yeah, who correct. also is like Catherine, maybe is Catherine. I love how you remember Catherine immediately. Elena, iffy. <laughs> Damon is the one who drinks the whiskey and is the bad boy. Stefan is the one who goes to high school. Yes. They, also, everyone <laughs> drinks brown liquor. It's not just Damon. Okay. Stefan does. <laughs> children do. There's a cool witch with a cool grandma. Yeah. And a do you girl remember named the cool witch's name? Hmm. No, because all that's coming to my mind is Caroline, but that's the blonde, right? Y- yes. Uh, the, the cool witch is Bonnie, who looks hot Bonnie. in the cell in this episode that we're talking about today, just so you Hell know. Hell yeah. Uh. All right. Today's episode that we're discussing is The Vampire Diaries, Season 5, Episode 17, Rescue Me. Let me pop over a little description real quick, and then we can discuss what's happening in the episode, Kristen, because I, obviously I know you want to talk a lot about it. Yes, of course. Enzo and Caroline go on a trip and find another doppelganger. Elena and Damon learn about Jeremy's bad behavior at school. Bonnie has an encounter with Luke that leaves her unsettled. Kristen, who do you think Enzo and Luke are? Luke sounds like a werewolf. Enzo sounds like a kind of pasta. So I'm going to guess he's Italian. And that (laughs) means he's probably a vampire because most vampires come from Italy. This is science. <laughs> I mean, you know, you don't just bring an expert into the intro and don't expect the, the cold hard facts. Well, I'll just let you know, Luke is actually a witch and he's Liv's brother and he's gay. <gasps> so technically now he's three things, but usually wow. he's just Liv's brother and gay, which is two things. But now also a witch. Well, we, we already knew he was a witch, but because now you're realizing he's a witch, now he's three things just this one time, but usually okay, he's okay, just okay. the two things. Okay, great. Great, the great, witch great. is already like, duh. The- <laughs> <laughs> That's intrinsic. Cool. And what about Enzo? How close was I there? He is a, he is a vampire. He's a yes! Damon's buddy. <sighs> uh, they're all- he and Caroline are on a road trip to find another doppelganger. What do you think that's about? That, that was out of the whole description, the thing that jumped out at me most. Another doppelganger. Yeah. So, I mean... Because is it like uh, Elena Catherine is the original, the the OG doppelgangers? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, this is going to be a big reveal for you. It's actually a Stefan doppelganger. What? <laughs> a man named Tom Avery, an Atlanta paramedic. I love him with all of my heart. Oh, my God. It's like a true soap opera where, like, everyone has an evil twin, you know? I'm Mm -hmm. into it. Maybe this is how I should watch the show. (laughs) Uh, You should definitely watch the show. (laughs) 
Not like this. Not skipping from season one into season five, episode 17. I mean, it would be cool if you skip from like season one to like season six because season six is like really great. But also then you'd be ahead of us and Jill would still not know what's going on in season six. She's still waiting. <laughs> me and Jill should just do a podcast about season six together. Me having seen nothing before and her having <laughs> never seen season six. I think they pro- provide lots of glorious content as you try to get Jill to say a, a word. <laughs> All right. That's it. This was a surprise for all of you ampies. This is a surprise for Jill and Morgan, actually. This uh, was a surprise even for Kristen. I'm wearing my... <laughs> this is the first... that This is actually history because this is the first time... Uh, well, it's double history. One, the first time I've ever been in an ampie intro. Two, the only time I've ever podcasted with my re- retainer in, which I'm wearing right now because <laughs> I'm about to go to bed because I'm professional. I'm professional and old woman. I, I thought about taking it off, but I was like, you know what? No, it's special. Let's make it special. And that's what we've done. And now, without further ado, The Empire Diaries. <laughs> Welcome to the Empire Diaries. We know the risks, but we have to podcast. I am one of your hosts, Latoya Ferguson. I'm Morgan Ludich. And I'm Jill Dayfield. And today we are discussing The Vampire Diaries, Season 5, Episode 17, Rescue Me. Well, you know what's going to happen. I do every episode. Mm -hmm. Jill, how did you feel about this episode of television? This was a cute little episode. I had a good time. There were a lot of like fun, small moments scattered throughout. Um, <laughs> I also love Tom. Yeah, fun moments. <laughs> yeah. Tom every rules. Tom <laughs> is such cutie. a sweetie. <laughs> right? <laughs> love Tom Avery. That's my uh, shit. better. <laughs> That's my dude. Yeah, I loved him. What a guy. He's dead. <laughs> He's dead. But also, I love Red. Enzo. So, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you win yeah. some, you lose some. When it comes to yeah. your loves. The big standout moment for me in this episode, mm-hmm. and Latoya, you're going to like this one, mm-hmm. is Caroline and Steve laying down yes. in, in the car. <laughs> We're yeah. all just um, nodding emphatically. <laughs> All I put it in the chat so hard. <laughs> I put it in our chat that it had big I love you for free Laney energy, which is from my favorite movie Sleeping with Other People. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking about that scene just makes me cry. So mm-hmm. the you, vibes so of this, this was giving the cry count? <laughs> no, it didn't, but I was like, wow, <laughs> I'm feeling a way about this. So <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> I win. Yeah. Good Ooh. shit. Good. I'm pissed that I didn't Love even wins. see this man's face, though. What's his name again? <laughs> Marcos. Marcos. They said a bunch of people were chanting, be silent, be still. They were saying, be silent, be still, be Marcos. Still, Marcos. Be silent, be, silent, be, be still, still, Marcos. <laughs> exactly. If you want to be my Marcos, you got to get, you with, gotta my get with my Marcos. Uh. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> um, oh, and all the Damon and Elena stuff. I don't, I'm not a big Delena person right now, but this episode mm-hmm. was really? so much fun with them. You have to admit they're very fun in this one. Like, even yeah. if you maybe can't fully support them, I think what they're doing is hilarious. When Liv is there and she's just like, God, just kill me. <laughs> like, when they're arguing. 
So good. I'm so sorry someone had to be subjected to hearing the, you know, the process between the two. Yeah. <laughs> They're usually alone. I did uh, note uh, that this episode likes some dreams. I mm-hmm. should also note that this episode was directed by Leslie Libman, and this was her second episode of the season. The first one was Death and the Maiden, which is uh, where we have Ketsi with the Candelabra. And then she oh, also yeah. did the originals, Apwe Moi, Les Dalouges, which we love. Bunch Ooh, of bangers. Yeah. She rules. Wow. Yeah, that's an impressive fucking resume. <laughs> yeah. She came Dang. right out the gate swinging, baby. Fuck. Good for her. <laughs> but Morgan, you, your thoughts, go. Um, I had so much fun. I've missed us watching The Vampire Diaries. It's been a minute since we did. Um, I remember this like faint towards like, okay, is it going to be Caroline and Enzo now? And I remember feeling really like – why are we doing this when, like, she has an aggressive amount of chemistry with Stefan? So I do remember that for my first time around. But I do think this is a point where I was was warming up to Delena again. Like, I I had gotten tired, but when they admit that they're a mess and they're stupid, but they just, like, prefer to be together – I like them, but when they're like, what our love is so important and good and it mm-hmm. means everything, I'm like, ew, shut the fuck yeah. up. Like, yeah. maybe in like season one or two of this show, I could have done that, <laughs> but like, no, I've seen Damon make way too many mistakes. Like, they are together because yeah. they are horny for each other and it's a mess. Like, yeah, it's real, not on my watch. Fun. Not on my watch. <laughs> Not on my watch. So um, I loved that. I remember loving Tom. Um, I it's Tom's stuff is tragic, <laughs> and uh, Bonnie gets the short end of the stick so fucking hard oh, in this episode. She takes her, every L in this episode. Every Poor L. Bonnie. Her scene partners are Elena over the phone, Luke, and then every traveler <laughs> and Jeremy's voicemail. Oh. That's an L. She's leaving voicemails for Jeremy now? <laughs> no. That's where we're at? The, oh, that just, that makes me ill. So I would say those are my big thoughts for this Dump one. Toya, what about you? <laughs> uh, let's see. I, of course, remember uh, Tom Avery, the goat. Like, come on. <laughs> Love that boy. R.I.P. Uh, in terms of Delena, I'm basically... See, I, I'm like, I, I, we've kind of enjoying it, but I'm like staying woke because I know it gets worse before it gets better. <laughs> you know, it's gonna like take, I'm like, we're fine it now. Gets this is pretty funny. Worse. But we're, we're gonna take a huge dip. <laughs> Just a little bit. Okay, a little bit worse. It gets worse. <laughs> like, this it's is funny. Uh, I'm like, I, I, can't, I can't put my guard down because I know. <laughs> it's, it, in a way, like the idea that they're kind of p- pseudo parents now, the stakes should be higher than ever. But since they're parents to Jeremy, it's kind of like, well, who cares if they fuck that up? It's already too late for this kid. <laughs> like it's already done, you know? This child will remain left behind. Unfortunately, yes. Uh, but yeah, what else? I don't. Th- think i remembered uh how Liv just turns like on a dime immediately she's like i'm done <laughs> was doing hot. i'm done doing this fake shit <laughs> <laughs> she was so sick of acting like she doesn't like it but also i have to question like she's just now telling jeremy what's up were they just hanging out because he hasn't been with bonnie apparently 
like, was he being shady hanging out with her and not saying anything? Or did, was there, like, a legitimate reason? Like, they keep that very vague, and I don't like it because that also sells Bonnie out. Like, it's like, uh, she's not important enough to Jeremy for him to, like, be honest or for it to be clear whether or not he's being honest, which There's no reason to sucks. hide anything from her. <laughs> no. Was he hanging with the rowdy rough boys? <laughs> oh, God, the rowdy rough boys. <laughs> I love that's the what I'm calling energy. them now. That trio, Jeremy, <laughs> Tyler, Matt, the Rowdy Rough Boys at their home base of Orphan Boy Mansion. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that is. And actually, I would love a cartoon about them living in that <laughs> mansion together, <laughs> getting calls on their big red phone that there's trouble. <laughs> it's good to me. Yeah. Uh, in terms of memories. I mean, just traveler shit. It all blurs together anyway. Like, I, I realize that Sloane kind of looks like Sophie, and that's probably why I can't, like, I don't remember after we're done talking about her in these episodes. Every time in the previous, is like, oh, yeah, that character. The episode mm-hmm. just had her name in it. I'm like, oh, yeah. I, they keep trying to tell me she's an important part of this. Stop saying that. Like, she's a person that is hot enough that I recognize her from the previous episode, and that is it. Yeah. yeah, when we first logged on and I was reading the description of the episode, it said Sloan. And I was like, who the fuck is Sloan? <laughs> and then the second line said, and the travelers. And I was like, oh, it's that girl. Okay. Mm, <laughs> so uh, I guess we could all agree Sloan, not a top tier Vampire Diaries villain, right? Not exactly. And like, not through any fault of her own, like, I think, like, or the actresses or anything. Like, I think yeah. she's trying and she like delivers the quips she's given fairly well. It's just, she's such a means to an end. It's yeah. like painful. She's just there until Marcos shows up. So, did she also light herself on fire? So it's only Marcos now, or is it the two of them? I, I don't think she did because it, it was oh. a bunch of like, the nameless, yeah. faceless ones, because that's also the problem. All the travelers are nameless and faceless. They all look the same to me. Yeah. Well, you were heartbroken <laughs> at the death of the many travelers? Of the tall you one with no devastated? chin? <laughs> no, not another one of my good friends. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Um, shall we dive in? You know it feels good when we you dive, dive in. in. <laughs> uh, Jill's into it now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we have the peas. We see Liv. It started as a bet, but it is becoming real. The look she is shooting Bonnie. Come or on. Or is it because she you, does she even know who Bonnie is in this episode? <laughs> no, she is. Well, she had her mind wiped and has forgotten who Bonnie is at this point. <laughs> so um, we have this moment where I guess Sloane is forcing uh, Steve to go into doppelvision again. Uh, she's like putting him in the trance to get more information about uh, Steve's doppelganger, Tom. Uh, so we're in the old train yard, but we're also in an Atlanta hospital. We learn that his name is Tom Avery and that he's at Atlanta Metropolitan Hospital. What was Tom doing that the doctor was so upset with him about? <laughs> he's, he got results, you stupid chief. I don't know. No idea. Happens? Yeah, I'm like, what is he saying? Oh, oh, Tom was like trying to start giving him treatment and the doctor was like, we've got it from here. And he was like, if you don't do it now, she's not going to make it to the operating table. And then he like does some doctoring, mm. even though he was asked not to do doctoring. And he's like, you're a real piece of work, Avery. <laughs> he's the doctor version of Suits. Yeah. He even says the doctor, it's so ironic. They must have broke the mold when they made you. <laughs> um, Actually, <laughs> is the mold 
in use. <laughs> so uh, the woman looks like she's doing better and she gets rushed off. Um, so Stefan is able to like tell Sloan Atlanta Metropolitan Office. And Sloan's like, cool, now your friends can go murder him. Great. Uh, then uh, Elena wakes up in Damon's bed and she's – uh, her alarm goes off, and it turns out she has a parent-teacher conference at Jeremy's school. <laughs> Good God, Elena. I guess that's how we learned that Jeremy's still going to school. Yeah, yeah we learned that Jeremy's still in school. And Elena seems to be, like, completely caught off guard by this, which, like, sometimes shit happens. We all have appointments we forget about, and then they come up, and we're like, oh, no. But, like... If you're going to be this kid's guardian, Elena. To be fair, she just woke up from being asleep and then also uh, being a Michael Michelson. <laughs> like, literally, that just happened. And, True. you know, like, Catherine Pierce did have possession of her body for a bunch of time. Yeah. So I want to see Catherine at the parent-teacher conference. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't, like, I can't imagine... <laughs> oh, she would just be so mean. Like, they would call CPS. <laughs> like, they'd be like, whoever that, like, his sister is not nice. She's not nice. <laughs> so she, she would have to pretend as you'd like drag Nadja along. And it's like, who is this woman? What relation does she have to any of you? <laughs> She's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> what? A kid can't have two moms these days? <laughs> And not, not just being like, oh my god, she's being a mother, not to me, but near me. Yeah. <laughs> Baby girl. So it turns out Damon and Elena have both just been awake and silent next to each other for three hours, not saying a word. <laughs> Fucking losers. So funny. Love wins. <laughs> so Elena's like, you know what? I think last night was a mistake. Really? And Damon's like, maybe we should keep making mistakes. <laughs> okay, a pretty good pitch, I guess. <laughs> I love how he's just like, yeah, I killed Aaron Whitmore and so like because of you breaking up with me. But like, we're cool now, right? But like, you don't really care about that, do you? <laughs> Elena remains suspiciously quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Elena's like, I have to go like put on your fucking clothes like she's trying to get dressed or like get out of my way and he's like you're lost I make a hell of a naked breakfast and she has to just like sneak by him without touching him and there's a lot of touching his big dick (laughs) touching his huge dick and I I did think it was really funny that he was just kind of leaning into as she was trying to get by (laughs) he's such a dick like you will not get by without smelling me (laughs) Uh, but like, I I know we've 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 gone on a big journey with these two, but I'm having fun. Like this is messy and cute, I think, as opposed to like messy and scary. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take messy and fun. Yeah, yeah, like okay, like like cautious optimism. Is that correct, yeah. Jill? This is why I yeah. joke that Steve's like I fucking dodged a bullet, like these fucking. <laughs> Oh my it's like God. Jesus. Now he can oh, lay yes. in a car, looking up at the stars, cuddling. With someone mature. Spooning. Someone you can trust. Spooning. <laughs> they did spoon. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So then we go to Atlanta. Caroline and Enzo are like on their trip to kill Tom. They're in a diner. And uh, Enzo, like uh, Caroline gets a call. Enzo answers it for her. And Sloane's like, you haven't found the doppelganger yet? And it's like, yeah, you told us his name is Tom and then sent us to an entire city. So yeah, it was taking a minute. (laughs) That was even before they had the name Tom because it's like, yeah, this nameless paramedic in Atlanta. (laughs) <laughs> like you're looking for a paramedic in Atlanta. Yeah, that's going to be a minute. So Sloan's <laughs> like, "Look, I found out the name. It's Tom Avery, and I saw him deliver a patient to Atlanta Metropolitan Hospital." And Caroline is like, "What the fuck? You did that vision thing again? It like destroys Stefan's brain." <laughs> uh Sloan does not care. <laughs> So Caroline is like, you remember, like, the whole deal was that I would take care of Tom and you would stop hurting Stefan. And she's like, I really don't give a shit about Stefan, though, and you've left no one behind to take care of him. At this point, Caroline, call Damon. Call Elena. Call someone, baby girl. (laughs) Why were they not called for what is happening to Steve? She had to talk Steve through it. I, I mean, yes, I, I love mm-hmm. this, but mm-hmm. there is no logical reason why neither of them have been contacted. Mm-hmm. Um, can you guys remind me why the travelers aren't just killing Stefan and grabbing Tom? I think because of their fear of like our mystic friends, like they like they're smart enough to know they wouldn't allow Stefan to be killed. And they're like, we don't care if it's Tom. So that that's what I would assume. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I've felt subtextually is the deal. Okay. But theoretically, they could just kill Stefan and get- Oh, well, they could. Totally. But yeah, humans are fragile, so they could, like, kill Stefan, and then all of a sudden, Tom Avery could get hit by a bus, and it's like, fuck. Mm. Yeah, like, Stefan's okay. kind of willingly handing himself over to be the one, and that, you know, means something. They have access to his blood uh, much more readily. <laughs> Stefan is just, like, unconscious and being dragged somewhere. And Sloane says, until Stefan and Elena are the last two doppelgangers on Earth, their blood is useless to me. So you better believe I'll give Stefan a back alley lobotomy if you fail to kill Tom Avery. And Caroline says, well, I don't fail at things. So do it again and I'll kill you too. And hangs up. Girl, I love you. <laughs> Uh, Enzo thinks this is very cute. He's like, you're a perky blonde angel of death. Almost had me convinced. And Caroline's like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, shut up. I don't find you charming. Which, like, Caroline, stop lying. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's so charming. He's so charming. (laughs) Get that British humor. Oh, he's so cute. Uh, Then at the grill, it is boy corner time. Dream team, baby. Tyler and Matt are throwing back shots. And it's so fucking great. And so is Damon. Damon is just drinking and drinking as the boys watch him. Isn't Tyler actually just like, eating breakfast? I think he maybe is. He? is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> He's actually being mature and responsible. Aww. Good for him. <laughs> Out of all of them, he deserves to be downing shots. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Matt immediately starts making fun of Damon, which is wild because Damon has almost killed him a million times. He's like, let me guess, this is about Elena. (laughs) Uh, See, Matt knows he's like, yeah, he's almost killed me, but whatever. He hasn't popped the ring off my finger and killed me. So yeah, Yeah. whatever. 
man, that kind of wants to die. So mm-hmm. Damon's like, you know, that's so incredibly insightful, Donovan. You, re- you really are street smart for someone working behind that bar for, what is it, three years now? And it is, because the first four seasons are two years. Yep. Oh, my God. And- <laughs> <laughs> <Entire> <laughs> Did I don't know uh, if you guys uh, replied. Is mm-hmm. Jer- Jeremy doesn't work there anymore, yeah? I I'm not sure. Who's to say if the plot needs him to? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I bet he like picks up shifts when it, when they need him, you know? Got it. Maybe he's not always on the schedule, but you know. He was throughout. to start this season though, right? He was he working there. Like he yeah. worked there once. <laughs> we should keep better track of this. Yeah, because uh, I feel like he was part of it was like he's well adjusted now and he works at the grill with Matt. Except he's not, as we later learn. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So they're making fun of Damon for, like, drinking because of his life problems. And Damon's like, oh, Tyler Lockwood's a life coach now, despite ruining his own life. And Matt is like, if you want advice, why don't you just talk to Stefan? And Damon says, because it's difficult to explain to your brother that you just broke up with the former love of his life and then broke the bed. Okay, Samantha. (laughs) (laughs) Like, truly, this is some Sex in the City talk. Um, Okay, okay, okay. Um, Damon, Samantha. um, um, Who do we got? We got got Charlotte. We've got Carrie. And we've got Miranda. Um, I think Matt's Miranda. Uh, Stefan's Carrie then, right? He has to be. Stefan is Carrie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and Tyler Charlotte because he's rich and therefore fancy. Yes. Also, I Tyler it. is so upset to hear that his best friend's fucking. He's like, ew, she's like my sister. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very funny. Tyler does not like it. And Damon's like, whatever, I've got you guys to talk to. <laughs> Mystic Falls amateur therapist. And Matt says, I'm only listening to you because I'm getting paid. <laughs> and then uh, Damon decides not to tip him. Yeah, he says less and less by the second. <laughs> Rude. Um, and he says, yeah, and Stefan's not an option because he's off doing some project with Caroline. And then he turns to Tyler and says, don't worry, know. wolf boy. I'm sure they're just friends. Yeah, tell them. <laughs> <laughs> but also, you should worry, Tyler. <laughs> you should. Yeah. He's coming for her. <laughs> uh, so then uh, they're interrupted by Liv, who shows up. She they're wants a bottle a of gin. Make sure you let me see you break the seal. Gin is a gay drink. Again, like, as I said in, in, in yeah. chat, I learned that from a simple favor. <laughs> Excellent <laughs> movie. Excellent, Excellent film. film. <laughs> yeah. Cinema so, at its finest. <laughs> absolutely. Thanks, Paul Feig. Thank you, Paul Feig. Damon's like, <laughs> pull up a chair. We're the professionals. Just talk slow and use small words. Amazing. <laughs> I kind of actually wish Liv was just hanging out with these idiots. That's a thing. I would love to see it. She's for real. See, she has the energy that's like one of the boys. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It, it's she's on, the problem is she's on a mission. Because I feel like mm-hmm. if she were still in like subterfuge mode, she'd be like there for, you know, intel. But no, she's like, I'm busy. Yeah. She's like, thanks, but never, ever. Bye. And leaves. <laughs> I'm not attracted enough. to men. Like, she's like, <laughs> She said she saw Damo and he was like flirting with her, it seems. And she said, ew. 
Damon's flirting None with of everyone. You are Bonnie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. And it's true. So Damon's like, eh, I hate to cut the session short, but unlike you, I have other places to be today. But don't worry. I'll be back. I've got deep, dark childhood trauma that I'm just itching to talk about. And then he does another shot, throws down his money, and leaves. He's so and we see He's so fucking annoying. I love him. Uh, <laughs> and then we see that Liv is there to meet Jeremy. No. Jeremy no, did not you. speak in class today. Because he's there at the grill. Yeah. And he's never in class, according to <laughs> the teachers. So um, from there, we go to Elena. And she's like at the high school, ready for the parent-teacher conference. Uh, Mrs. Douglas, who's the guidance counselor, is there. And she's kind of like introing the whole thing. And then Elena gets a call from Bonnie. Uh, or uh, rather, Elena calls Bonnie. And Bonnie's like, hey, I got your text. What's the friend emergency? And she says that she and Damon broke up and it's final. And mm-hmm. she goes, oh, my God, when did it happen? Last night. But you didn't come home last night. Um, That's because I slept with him. <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie's like, you dumb bitch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And, she, and Elena says, was that irresponsible? To which Bonnie replies, probably. Jesus Christ she asked if Jeremy knows that you and Damon definitely maybe broke up and he's like no he wasn't at the house last night and Bonnie's like that's weird because he didn't mention anything to me if he wasn't at home where was he yeah where was he where was he good question (laughs) because he's getting the information from Liv for the first time at the the grill is he just like walking this did he like come home and they were fucking and he was just like Jesus fucking like again <laughs> and go went and slept at Orphan Boy Manor because I do feel like that's what happened. <laughs> oh, you really want to give him the benefit of the doubt, don't you? I I do want to give Elena the benefit of the doubt, which is silly because she's a disaster. <laughs> we already know he's untrustworthy. You're right. Yes. He's a really bad boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Bonnie deserves better. Dump him. She does. In walks Luke, and she's like, ooh, Luke. And Bonnie goes, I have an idea since you and Damon are over. And Elena's like, um, nice try, but I think Damon is more of his type. To which Bonnie replies, they'd be cute too. (laughs) Bonnie doesn't judge. She just ships. Oh, I respect it. So (laughs) So Elena's like, I gotta go. Like, thank you for listening. And she hangs up. Uh, Elena talks to Mrs. Douglas and she's like, oh, hey, it's good to see you. It's weird that you're here. You're not on the list as Jeremy's like primary contact. And Elena says, well, who is? Girl, you should know that. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking David shows up and he's here for the parent-teacher conference. Amazing. He's Jeremy's dad. <laughs> and And not like in an emotional way, like when they hugged earlier this season and we felt a feeling about that it was in a season. silly way for comedy. <laughs> that was this season? That mm-hmm. was this season. Oh what happened God. this year? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then uh, Enzo and Caroline are in the hospital. They, like, compelled the receptionist to try to figure out, like, who Tom is. And they've called someone who knows him. And Enzo's like, okay, what's your deal? Are you avoiding me or the mission? And Caroline's like, well, why can't I avoid both? <laughs> Fair enough. She's playing hard to get. Enzo's trying to charm her. He says, I've earned some company after hand-delivering the antidote that kept Damon and Elena from consuming each other, literally. 
Like that couple from Supernatural that ate each other during the Valentine's Day episode. (laughs) (laughs) We are pivoting to a Supernatural episode, aren't we? (laughs) This is going to be a Supernatural pod any second. Uh, Um, Yeah, he also brings up that Damon said that he's he's her type. Because Damon mm -hmm. and Angela have talked about Caroline. Yes, and he says that he's itching to find a new murder buddy. And then he's like, I'm kidding, British humor, come on. Enzo just wants some friends. Mm-hmm. Like, please. I- he's been so lonely. Give him mm-hmm. a friend. Yeah. Is this also where he, like, I'm like, uh, Klaus isn't British? <laughs> that's a yeah. very important distinction. He's Viking. He's he's Viking, baby. <laughs> <laughs> So Caroline's just kind of like trying to like give him like the the cold shoulder, and Enzo's looking at a magazine and he, uh, like and he goes, "Ah, oh, modern women, all bosom and no mystery." And then he looks over at Caroline and says, "Present company excluded." And she's but like, also- "Do not tell me you're here to flirt with me." <laughs> he and Rebecca would get on famously. <laughs> <laughs> that I need. Mm-hmm. That I need desperately. <laughs> what if she just me- drives <laughs> back to Mystic Falls? <laughs> I think we have talked about this, how they would immediately fall in love with each other. It would end horribly somehow because they both have, like, you know, debts to other people they're obsessed with who are enemies. But, like, they would have a beautiful couple of nights together. And I do believe that. (laughs) And Zoe proposes on night two. Yeah. (laughs) And she's like, yes. And then on night (laughs) three, they break up. (laughs) Because Klaus shows up and he's like, what are you doing? He's like, she's mine, buddy. Get out of here. <laughs> and Elijah's like, what are you doing? But like in a normal way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, and he'd be like, I really like Enzo. So naturally, I need to be mean to him for some convoluted reason. <laughs> uh, you've really been getting into the originals, haven't you? <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> you and Michael are loving it. Uh, we are. Uh, Michael and I are, are you halfway guys watching through it now? the season. We're watching it on – I bought it on uh, on iTunes. Okay. I bought the full second season. She paid um, Julie Pleck. Yeah, Dang. I gave Julie Pleck more of my money. <laughs> Julie, when are you going to give me some money? <laughs> Please reach out. <laughs> Julie, have you considered it? <laughs> have you considered it? So uh, Caroline um, – like he, he tells Caroline she reminds him of the Augustine nurse he loved and she's like – she tortured you? I guess I can relate to that. <laughs> um, hot, cool, love it. Um, and Caroline's like, let me guess, did she make you a better man? And Enzo says, not at all. She just reminded me I was good all along. And Caroline seems like kind of taken aback by his answer because it's not bullshit. <laughs> and she hasn't met someone who isn't full of shit in a minute. <laughs> and plus, Steve tells her, Enzo evil. So she's saying, okay. <laughs> Yeah, and she does listen. So the doctor shows up and is like, you're asking about Tom Avery? And they're like, yeah, we need to see him soon. And he's like, oh, he's the best paramedic I ever met. And he's also a pain in the ass. But he disappeared four months ago, and no one knows where he is. Dun, dun, dun. Then at the old car yard, <laughs> which is the I new place. Is car yard and not junkyard, which they even say in the episode. That's what that place is called, Morgan. <laughs> I wrote old car yard in my notes and I stand by it. I like that better. It sounds car yard's more not fun. A thing. Car yard. It's very like cars like are. Car That's where the cars it's, are. It's, the car it's yard. more fun to say. Like if you compare. It is. Yeah. 
So uh, Stefan like finally comes to like his brain is leaking out of his ears and he's like, why did we move? And Sloan's like, well, we're called travelers. (laughs) Very literal. Uh, Solid, solid, solid. So they're right outside of Mystic Falls. And she's like, this is where we're supposed to meet our fearless leader. And Stefan's like, oh, right, Marcos. And he wants our blood. And uh, the phone rings. Sloan answers it and talks to Caroline is like, you better be calling to tell me that the doppelganger's dead. And she says, your fucking stupid doppelvisions gave us bad information. Put Stefan on the phone. So she puts the phone on speaker and she talks to Stefan. And while this is happening, we just see someone bring in a pail. And that's how you know (laughs) Steve's fucked. It's lobotomy (laughs) time. I saw that pail and I was like, no. Caroline's like, stop doing the lobotomy. So I was like, no, I will. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to keep doing what I'm going to keep doing. You're not here to stop me. So, And yet she still hasn't called his sibling, his nope. ex-girlfriend. She's so worried, but she refuses to ask for help. Caroline, come on. Are, are Enzo's bad planning skills rubbing off on you? <laughs> <laughs> If you're if you're in his proximity, you can't plan for shit. <laughs> so uh, they're like, so Caroline's trying to like quiz stuff and like, are there any details like that you can remember from your visions? And he's like, no. After the spell happens, I black out, and um, it turns out that he's seeing old memories, which means they have to go deeper. And Caroline's like, no, 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 no. That means like his brain's dying. Too late. Sloane's doing it. And Caroline is like yelling to Stefan is like, listen to my voice. Like, I'm here. You're okay. Just hold on. And he has this vision of Tom Avery, uh, who is a sweet, lovely paramedic with longer hair than Stefan. And he's just a, a little cutie. And he meets this lady. Her name is Hazel. And I'm watching Degrassi. So I'm like, Hazel from Degrassi. Uh, <laughs> Hazel uh, is like, hey, you saved my friend, Trish. And I'd like to take you out to dinner. And he's like, oh, my God, hell yeah. And she's like, okay, <laughs> pick me up at my house and gives him her address. Tommy Bree's got skills, even though this ends up being uh, a bet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, this has happened to Tom Avery so many times, and he's just had nice sex, so we can't blame him. <laughs> but also, will Steve have n- his normal length hair next episode because Tom Avery is dead? <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> Uh, So Stefan kind of comes back to and Caroline's like relieved that he's all right. He gives her the address, says there was a redheaded woman named Hazel in his vision. And she says, thank you. I won't let you down. And Stefan says, Caroline, he's a good person. Don't do it. And Sloan grabs the phone, takes it off speaker and tells her that the clock is ticking. So now moral conundrum. Can I ask a TV question that I don't think I know the answer to? Is it? It's not shot like movies where you can go out of order. You have to do it episode per episode. You largely go episode by episode so that um, because, you you know, you you're usually shooting just a bit ahead of airing, like depending mm-hmm. on like how far of a time you have ahead. But sometimes if there is a reason to switch the episodes around for like production order reasons, like having a guest star shoot out all of their episodes in one go, then you can switch things around. Yeah. That makes sense. There's also block shooting where like you're shooting two episodes at once too. 
Yeah, uh, that which is getting more and more popular now, especially with like limited series orders, is they'll block shoot everything. So one director will do one and two, and another will do three and four, and another will do like so on and so forth, and they'll Got all it. be mixed up. And that so way you don't have to worry about DGA credits. Like all of the train scenes would be shot one day over these Probably, few yeah. episodes. Most likely, because like when they were at the train yard, that was probably all shot in one. But then this is the car yard, which is technically a different location. So right. that was probably all shot in a different day. <laughs> okay. We know things. Thank you Look for answering. Us. I don't know, know anything about TV. <laughs> you know stuff. You're smart. I know stuff uh, about movies, not TV. That's true. <laughs> when we have a movie podcast, finally, you will be the expert and we'll just be babies. Yeah. No. <laughs> Um, so our next scene is at Mystic Falls High School. Uh, mom and dad are waiting for the counselor at the parent-teacher conference. And Damon's like, this clock's all fucked up. What am I paying my PTA dues for? I'm sorry. This is all good. This <laughs> well, is all good comedy. It's also good writing because the, the previous scene is like the clock is ticking or something. And then yeah. we go to the clock is busted. And it's like they do this so uh, another time in the episode too. I'm like, ooh. Right. It's fun. We we love a good transition. And I also I love Damon as a finicky, like rich person. Like I, I love when he's like obsessed with keeping the house nice. I love that he's a a, a PTA mom. Like all of that, <laughs> that's all very good Damon to me. That's the Damon I know. <laughs> besides compulsion, like he just threw his money at the school to be like Jeremy's staying in right that's why he's yeah. not kicked out again <laughs> oh yeah there are bribes going on for sure <laughs> the damon salvatore gymnasium <laughs> oh my god damon salvatore memorial gymnasium <laughs> uh damon's like you left me in charge of jeremy when you went off to whitmore remember this has been on my calendar for months and elena's like yeah and you're really here for no other reasons and he's like why is there something else you want to talk about <laughs> What a dick. <laughs> and he's like, don't pretend you're like you're not still tingling from this morning. Help. Tingling. <laughs> tingling? From this okay. morning when they didn't talk for three hours? <laughs> Dude, you dumped her. Why is he acting like this? He dumped her. He keeps dumping her. You just don't just don't do it. And you don't have to be like a weirdo seducing her. Just don't dump her. Stop dumping her in a fit of peak, bro. <laughs> she wants to be with you. <laughs> Why are you being so weird? You, you're the one who keeps ending it and then you be like so weird that she's like, okay, I guess it's over. You ended it. <laughs> they are a mess. So Elena's like, can we please just focus on Jeremy? And he's like, right. Uh, speaking of Jeremy, if he was running around with another girl, you'd want to know about it, right? And Elena's like, excuse me? And he says, like, that he saw Jeremy with Liv and that they were sharing a top shelf bottle of inhibition killer at the grill this morning. How? Yeah, this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking drinking You're gin. Drinking gin in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> Your morning gin. That must, uh, if you can taste your toothpaste and gin at the same time, I don't oh, think that, I don't no. think that's a good taste. Me trying to be sexy drinking gin in the morning, just g gagging every sip. <laughs> <laughs> right in the morning. 
horrible to me. So uh, Elena's like, Jeremy would never do that to Bonnie. And Jeremy. Damon's like, uh, affair with a ghost? Do you Elena, not watch you the Vampire Diaries? You were him than anyone else was when he did that. Like, why are you pretending yeah. he wouldn't do it again? And Elena says, he learned his lesson. He's not when? a cheater. Footage not found. He didn't actually learn his lesson. She just found peace. Yeah. <laughs> She just was that no longer lesson. an option. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the ghost while you can before she finds peace is always the lesson. <laughs> so uh, Mrs. Douglas comes in and she's like, bad news first. Jeremy's missed 11 days of school. He started three fights and he's been caught cheating in math class twice. Are they counting the fight we've seen as him starting a fight? Because I don't think he started that fight. That one was not on him, in my opinion. I, I feel like they're all instigating and he is just finishing the fights. This is just the fights they've discovered, too. <laughs> I love that Damon then turns to Elena and says, cheating? That's so not like him. Please go on. This is a really good Damon episode. Yeah. I'm surprised yeah, he was even try. It. Like, why is he even going to try to cheat? Like, clearly he doesn't care. Because he's stupid. <laughs> it's a cry for help. I mean, honestly, because it's a cry for help. Because he is a child who's desperate for supervision and limits. I'm surprised. I am shocked that Jeremy hasn't done, like, resorted to black magic to try to get Rick back. He, like, honestly, he has resorted to expression. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Doesn't expression, do baby. Expression? That's, that's why he's teaming up with Liv. To make her <laughs> express Rick back into the labs. To be fair, we don't know what hunters can and cannot do. It seems real <laughs> arbitrary. Jeremy's still in. It's called expression and you need it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeremy explaining expression to Liv and her being like, what the fuck are you talking about? Jeremy has the new Atticus shade. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> he likes weed too. <laughs> oh. oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I have, to, I have to come here as a defender of weed. It's not just for uncool people like Jeremy and Atticus Shane. <laughs> Are you sure? These are I don't examples. Know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know anymore, guys. So uh, this woman's like, I'm sorry, you're Elena's. And Damon's like, ex-boyfriend. And then he looks at Elena and he's like, ex, right? <laughs> Jesus. It doesn't God. matter because he, he's Jeremy's guardian. So that's all that matters. <laughs> Yeah, and Elaine is like, can we not talk about it? And, and Mrs. Douglas is like, actually, it's really relevant. Most problems in school are rooted in problems at home. Jeremy is in desperate need of a stable living situation. People who care about giving him that more than their own needs. And Taven's like, I think he's in desperate need of a less judgy counselor. <laughs> no, Mrs. <laughs> Douglas is right. <laughs> A child. As they keep reminding us, at least in this episode, this is his hunter bullshit. He can't be compelled to go back to Denver, so. so does he even still have, like, he doesn't have, like, the, the powers of a hunter, though, anymore, does he? He's, he's been I rather was wondering useless. that. Because remember, they, like, they held him hostage. He doesn't have shit. He has the capability to not be fucked with by the travelers, but, like, That's it. he might still be extra strong. I, he's so, I can't, he's so, of course, works out, but, like, I don't think he has, mm -hmm. like, lifting a keg. Like, it's nothing. Right. <laughs> it's normal muscles now. <laughs> normal. You want to call what he has normal muscles? He's still a jacked little boy. <laughs> 
So uh, Caroline and Enzo approach the house uh, that they heard about from uh, Stefan's vision. And um, Caroline's like, wow, this like there's a bunch of like old mail here and papers like this is like four months old. Uh, and Enzo like can't open the door. He's like, wish I'd learned how to pick a lock. So instead he just mm. crushes the doorknob and rips it off yeah. and opens the door. <laughs> These witches Amazing. don't believe in the buddy system, it seems. Because, like, there should have been, like, a spotter or something. Like, that would have helped. There absolutely should have been. They open it and they see the redheaded woman, Hazel. She's, like, she's in a trance doing a spell. And they can't walk in because she owns the house. So what does Enzo do? He throws the doorknob <laughs> at her head and kills her. So now they can get in. I was that is yelling. <laughs> Um, it's pretty brutal great actually Enzo stuff. it is it's so good so funny good job Enzo it's so funny Carol's like why did you do that and he goes I'm a murderous vampire and no one on the show makes the dead as a doorknob joke but I'm sure they did <laughs> as they were writing it I hope so <laughs> uh, so then at Whitmore with Bonnie she and Luke are in the common room and like she's watching Luke and she goes up to him and she's like, hey, can I help you? And he's like, what? And she's like, you keep looking at me. I thought maybe you wanted to say something. Is it still like spring break? Is that why it's just them in the common area and why the parent teacher conference is just it can happen with no students there? I guess. <laughs> It makes enough sense. He is like, oh, yeah, I'm just doing my science homework. Uh, and then in pops Hazel. She And she is, you know, a ghost ready to go through Bonnie. And she's like, you're the anchor, which means I'm dead. And she looks at Luke and says, tell him I failed. Tell him I was trying to hide the doppelganger with magic, but they found us. And she's like, excuse me? Who are you? <laughs> and she's like, I'm Hazel. And then she walks through Bonnie and Bonnie experiences horrible agony. Classic Bonnie. And I love that Luke's just looking around like, what is this girl talking? <laughs> is she okay? I like she, <laughs> she know he he knows from his sister who she, like yeah. what she is, but it's still weird to see it. Yeah, yeah. He's like, should I act like I know what's happening or like I don't? Like, how do I? <laughs> And uh, she is like, she said she knew you, someone named Hazel. She's a message for you. Bum bum bum. Then the jig is at up. The grill. Jeremy and Liv are talking. Liv starts doing a little spell, a silencing spell. Uh, she says it'll keep nosy hybrid types from snooping. Cute. Because she knows that Tyler's a hybrid. <laughs> like hybrid. <laughs> uh, so Tyler and Matt, who are over there, are like, what the fuck's up with that? And Matt says, Cliff notes. Liv goes to Whitmore. She's a new witch, and Bonnie's teaching her magic. And Tyler's like, he left out the part about her being hot. Like, Weird hot. Weird hot. <laughs> He's so oh a high school jock. <laughs> I love it. I, like, I have to say weird hot. I don't want anyone to like judge me for finding her hot. Like she's just <laughs> extremely hot. Like look at her. She's hot. like what is weird about her? She's a white blonde woman. She like, wears she's black <laughs> clothing. <laughs> she wears dark eyeliner. Like she's a bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> she's gay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, and Matt's like, you're the one with the fucking vampire hearing. What are they talking about? And he tries to listen and he can't. Whoops. Back with Liv and Jeremy. Liv says, you're here because you're a hunter, which means you can't be mind controlled by travelers. And that makes you the only person in this room I can trust. She says, there's a rumor going around in which circles that the travelers are up to something big. Um, and Jeremy's like, aren't the travelers witches? <laughs> 
Liv says, not quite. They're more like the ugly stepsister. Travelers have a grudge towards anyone that draws their magic from nature. Something about witches cursing the land to turn it against them. Now they're on the move. Next stop, here. Write that in your vampire diaries. (laughs) Yeah, definitely write that in your vampire diaries. So Jeremy's like, why would they come to Mystic Falls? And she's like, your sister. It turns out Elena's friends are right. The world actually does revolve around her. (laughs) So Liv's been so upset. She keeps being dragged into all this Elena bullshit. And she is done playing around. (laughs) <laughs> I love that Liv is just as fed up with she's like, ugh, like all they fucking talk about is Elena. But I guess they're right. <laughs> Bonnie doesn't talk about Elena all the time when she's with you. I'm just saying. Just saying. She like focuses on you and your learning. <laughs> <laughs> so, like Liv says, like, if you want to keep her safe, you're gonna have to help me figure out what the travelers are up to. Her phone ring, like, buzzes. It's a text from Luke informing her that Hazel is dead and it's time for plan B. And Jeremy's like, is everything okay? And Liv, like, leaves and is like, you were plan A and plans change. (laughs) And she starts to leave and Tyler, like, kind of tries to go up to her and it's like, hey, it's rude to leave Jeremy hanging, even for a newbie witch. And then she flings him across the room with her magic and says, not a newbie witch, FYI. (laughs) I'm sexy. sick of this. Sexy. Also, poor Tyler. He's like, after what happened with Matt and Nadja, I need to be more proactive. And this is what happens. I'm just trying to approach a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. So then at the Mystic Falls hallway, uh, Mystic Falls High School hallway, uh, the, <laughs> the Arctic Mystic Monkeys. Hallway. The singular hallway of Mystic the Falls. The hallway in the town. <laughs> um. At the in a high school hallway, Damon and Elena are uh, walking amongst some lockers and fighting. And uh, Arctic Monkeys, do I want to know, is playing. And I'm a I'm an old school Tumblr girly. I have been conditioned yeah. to believe this is the sexiest song that's ever existed. So I know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> And Elena's like, just because Jeremy's a bad student, it doesn't mean he's cheating on Bonnie. And Damon says, you're making excuses for someone you love. That's what you do. The worse the behavior, the more you try to defend it. And she's like, stop Except for what is Jeremy us. cheating? <laughs> this is new for her. When he's cheating, she's like, fuck you. I love Bonnie more. Yeah, she's just trying to believe the best in him before... You know, it's confirmed what's going on. Even though he's hanging out with Liv in the morning at the at the grill drinking gin. That is breakfast so worrisome. Gin. What else could it be? Just a little Yum. bit of breakfast gin. <laughs> Jill, make you some breakfast gin? <laughs> no. Gin gimlet? Maybe. Maybe. Fair enough. A gimlet. So Elena's like, can you stop <laughs> pretending you're here for Jeremy? Like... <laughs> You want to talk about last night. And Damon's like, here's the thing, Elena. I don't know what to say or do or think. All I know is right now, Arctic Monkeys intensifies. Uh, He says he wants to rip her clothes off right in the middle of the hall, throw her into one of the classrooms, kiss every square inch of her body while a bunch of people that drive minivans listen, wishing they were us. And then he like bites his lip and looks at her and says, that's probably a bad idea though, right? Not if you hadn't dumped her. I was giggling so hard. <laughs> you were like, is he in heat? <laughs> yeah, is he in heat? Like, I, I can't take them seriously. I don't feel like 
emotions toward them. So this just made me laugh. <laughs> Honestly, Omega Damon, Alpha Elena writes. Yeah. <laughs> I like I'm sorry, but I love when he's a simp for her, like I can't resist it. It's cute. I feel like on when we finish whenever we finish this series. Mm-hmm. Upon rewatch, I feel like this scene will do a lot for me, but right now it's just silly. I understand. <laughs> no, uh, upon rewatch, it's silly. <laughs> oh, it is? Okay, cool. Unless you're me. Then I don't feel bad. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's silly and well. hot. <laughs> oh, we all know this about me. So uh, the bell rings and he's like, see you in class. Then Caroline and Enzo go into the house because they can go in now that this woman is dead. And Enzo's like, I don't get what you're ma- why you're mad. Like, I'm only doing what's necessary to save your friend because you won't. And Caroline's like, you really don't think I can do this? And he's like, murder an innocent man? Yeah, you like can't even say it. How are you going to do it? Tell that to BJ Britt. Yeah. And she's like, I'm sorry, like, you don't fucking know me, but I'm a good vampire and I don't just go around killing people. And Enzo's like, you actually don't understand what's going on here. I'm not judging you. I'm trying to prepare you. I've seen soldiers, men trained to kill, look their enemy in the eye and freeze on the battlefield. A hesitation that usually costs them their lives. Reminder that Enzo's a military man. True, true. And that he has gone through uh, military traumas. Um, I I just like think Which this war? is nice. Like, was he a Confederate soldier? He was no, he was no, really no. not. <laughs> he I want to say he was in like World War One, right? Yeah. Oh my God. Canonically. We're we're maybe, here in Marcel. <laughs> maybe you saw Marcel over there. <laughs> I would die. Actually, I need it. Marcel talk talk, talk to him about Rebecca. I showed him her picture. <laughs> uh, whatever i don't care i'm fine i'm fine that means nothing to me um <laughs> so she's like this isn't a war and i'm not a soldier but she's Stefan's one of the best people i know and i'll do anything to save his life and then they hear it tom's heartbeat they go to the basement and he is like in a coma and he's hooked up to a bunch of like saline drips and stuff. And they're like, why did they keep him off the grid for four months? And Caroline's like, four months ago, Silas died, the original Stefan Ganger. Yikes. So Caroline goes up and is like, Tom, Tom, Avery. And I'm like, don't wake him up, just kill him. <laughs> <laughs> don't kill Tom Avery. He's Tom Avery. I know, but Enzo's like, Caroline, just let me do it. Like, go upstairs. And she's like, no, I made the deal. This is on me. And Enzo's like, maybe you just can't stand the thought of putting Stefan's life into anyone's hands but your own. Yep. (laughs) So she starts to lightly choke Tom, and then he wakes up. (laughs) Oops. He's like, who are you? Enzo's like, we're angels. Come to deliver you to the sweet hereafter. I love you, man. And Caroline instead compels him to calm down and is like, you can trust me. And Enzo makes the very good point that bonding with him is only going to make this harder. Like, don't don't give the pet a name. (laughs) Don't do it. Yeah. But she's like, let me do this my own way. And she compels him and says, I'm your friend and you mean the world to me. Do you trust me? And she's like, cool. You won't feel a thing. And then instead of breaking his neck, she zoops over and she breaks Enzo's neck. And she's like, I'm getting you the fuck out of here. So she is listening to Stefan and, you know, not 
killing this guy because he's nice. So then at Whitmore, uh, Bonnie takes Luke into her dorm room and she's like, okay, so you're Liv's twin brother and a witch. Anything else I need to know? And he says, please don't be mad at Liv. My family's kind of messed up. Also, does she 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 knows now that like it was it's a trick. She it was a, a prank, a bet, right? Mm-hmm. She bet. She should say, "Am I a bet? Am I a fucking bet?" <laughs> they should let her say "fucking" on the CW because of this. They should. Um, and I do want to say, Luke's family's kind of messed up. Maybe write that. Maybe write that down in your in your vampire diary. I don't know. Write that in your uh, vampire just- diaries in all caps. Underline it. Circle it. <laughs> Maybe draw a couple hearts by it. I don't Mess know. <laughs> a couple what? hearts, actually. Yeah, t- two hearts. I two say, hearts. Honestly. Yeah, two of them. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Bonnie's <laughs> like, I'm not mad. I'm creeped out. Chill is suspicious. I am out of the loop. Yeah, yeah, you I like this. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Give me back but your I vampire think- diaries. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Chill made us vampire diaries and you can pry them out of my cold, dead fingers. <laughs> Mine has a crow on the cover. Multiple crows. <laughs> Multiple ah! crows. And it says ah! crow. It's so it's labeled crow, yeah. which is very helpful for the viewer. <laughs> so she's like, I'm fucking creeped out by this. Why have you been watching me all day? Bonnie's phone rings and she picks it up and it's Jeremy. And Jeremy's like, is Elena with you? I think she's in trouble. And she's like, no, she's at your school today. Remember? Even Bonnie remembers the parent-teacher conference. She says, what's <laughs> going on? This. It's a school. <laughs> Jeremy warns her that Liv is up to something and that Liv said that Elena is important to the travelers. And Bonnie's like, since when do you talk to Liv? And Jeremy says, I'll tell you everything later, but I got to go find Elena now. I don't see that happening in this episode. Do you? No. I don't. <laughs> and then Bonnie turns around and Luke's gone. I just want to say here, in that shot Please. where she finds Luke gone, this whole episode she was looking really good, but in that shot specifically, I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that is a beautiful woman. <laughs> yeah. That is so hot. We don't <laughs> oh. say it enough. We could always stand to say it more. Thank you for reminding us. Yes. Just had to let that one out. <laughs> this haircut is so good. <laughs> yeah. She so looks iconic. iconic. Fucking love her. And she just keeps having it and it keeps looking good. And it's, it's great. It's so fucking good. So so then um at the high school, uh Damon comes into the classroom and finds that uh so Elena comes into a classroom and finds that Damon is there. Immediately, like this is shot like a dream. Yeah. Uh she's like, Yeah, first one's here, and Elena's like, shut up, and she runs over to him and like it's fuck o'clock. You should be like Catherine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And instead, it turns out that this is just a daydream that Elena's happened. I having. am curious. Is it an Elena daydream or did Damon do something a little <laughs> nefarious? Oh, my God. Uh, no. I'm going to stick up <laughs> it, for our it, boy it, on this one. I think it's no, being a I like board. that so much. <laughs> That's like, so funny. Do it. <laughs> so yeah. atonal to the way the show is, like, atypical to the way the show is filmed. Like, come on. He's like break. when he Wrong. gets her out of it, and he's like, "You're missing you the okay? class." Yeah. <laughs> he he knew what he was doing. Yeah, that's he's like, she said no talking." It's very yeah. You know what? I, I'll I'll allow it. He did this. <laughs> <laughs> what man did this? It was Damon. <laughs> he's such a fucking dummy. 
So, um, yeah, uh, she then, like, runs – I believe she, like – she's startled out of her hallucination. Uh, a teacher is talking about chemistry, and he's like, you're missing a really boring presentation. <laughs> and she goes, I need some air, and runs away. Fair enough. She runs right into Liv in the wood shop room <laughs> where she went to go splash cold water on her face because she's <laughs> so horny. It's so weird. so weird. It makes sense to go to a Mystic Falls High bathroom, something we we, we know of, <laughs> some place we know Elena goes, but not for this because it's like an open concept shop room too. So like people just pop in. To be fair, that is exactly what the shop looked like in my high school, and I think they they have it open so you can load stuff in and out of there easily, and so there's easier ventilation if kids are like welding or shit like that, which they did at my school. Well, yeah, and specifically, it's doing that in this episode because like, the way people can get the drop on each other, which you can't really do in the bathroom, even though this oh. scene should technically be in the bathroom. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and it's harder to torture with what's available in a bathroom. Unless, like, they want to drown live in a toilet bowl. <laughs> took me so long to figure out where she even was, though. It's like, oh, yeah. This was not an established room. location. <laughs> so Liv shows up. Elena Gilbert, just the girl I'm looking for. And she's like, what are you doing? Is this about Jeremy? And she goes, no, this is about you. And she flings Elena up against the wall with magic. And she grabs a big old piece of wood. She says, I'm sorry about this. My coven did everything in its power to protect you, but you're just too dangerous now. And Elena's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And Liv <laughs> says, and you never will. <laughs> <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> so she's about to murder our girl. And then Damon shows up and saves her and like flings her into a metal pole and knocks her unconscious. Cute. Well, and then he... He tells her when you're gonna kill someone, you shouldn't like try to uh, Not like talk about it. Like, well, like feel sorry for them or whatever. Cut to Caroline, <laughs> who tried to kill someone and feel sorry for him. <laughs> Absolutely a beautiful transition. He is eating pie and he is loving this pie because he's been in a coma for four months. He has not eaten solid food in a while, and he's like, Hazel seemed really nice. I figured, why not have dinner? I showered, picked her up, and then that's the last thing I remember for four months. Oh. Sorry, he was eating a pie? I thought it was pie. I thought it was waffles. I thought it was waffles. Oh, then I'm wrong. Okay. Then it, it's a, it's waffles. It was like this um, is the I, thinnest pie I've ever seen. Yeah. It was beige. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at their faces. I was so, looking at the waffles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> God, I love a waffle. Yeah, it um, sounds so good. Fuck. Yeah, it would be cool to have a waffle. So uh, Caroline's like, she kidnapped you and she locked you up ever since and hid you away from anyone that knew magic. And he's like, so she was a witch. And Tom's like, gosh, I don't know why I'm telling you my whole life story. And she's like, it's because I compelled you to and to stay calm and not to worry. And Tom's like, okay, why do you want to know so much about me? She says, I just want to make sure you're a good guy. No skeletons in the closet, that sort of thing. And Tom goes, so – and Caroline's like, yeah, you're – just about one of the nicest people I've ever met. So, like, this is not Aww. a meanie. We can't kill him. There is absolutely nothing to Tom Avery's character other than he's a nice guy. And I, even since originally watching this episode, like, I love him. I would die for him. Protect Tom mm-hmm. Avery at all costs. Unfortunately, it does not happen. But I, like, I feel such so much love for this man. There's nothing special about him at all. I'm so glad that you guys love him because when I was watching this, I was like, I love this guy. And he's yeah, just, it's just because no one. Paul, 
Paul turned up the sweetness to 11, you know, like he just like, which is really smart. Like that's, I think it shows you that Paul Wesley is an actor who's really smart and understands like what he's doing within the greater picture of the episode, which is the idea is that this is about Caroline, like trying to kill someone for quote unquote the right reasons and finding that she just can't because of the inherent good and because like it has to be the best guy in the world that she's destined to kill of course because why should it be easy to murder uh i just i love it like he he's he's doing exactly what he needs to be doing good job paul tom's a sweetie (laughs) So uh, Tom's like, okay, um, well, you're also super nice too. Like, you saved my life. So if there's anything I can do to repay you, let me know. And then Caroline has this, like, brief, like, kind of daydream of him choking on his food and reaching for the water to dislodge it from his throat. And she, like, holds on to it and he dies. We don't do that in this show. But this episode, they're like, we do that. (laughs) (laughs) We love a little daydream. (laughs) So Caroline's like, oh, uh, yeah, what I – need from you isn't something I can take. (laughs) Fair enough. And she says, um, he's like, I don't understand. She's like, you don't have to. You just remind me of someone who's important to me. And Tom goes, well, he's one hell of a lucky guy. (laughs) So um, she compels him, like, after this, you're going to get on a train, ride until you find a place you like, meet a pretty girl, settle down, and be happy for the rest of your long, long life. What if he's gay, Caroline? I was thinking that too. That's Don't why he hasn't so settled down yet. <laughs> he doesn't realize it's yeah. men he wants. Come on. He should end up with Luke. Oh. Who's also gay. Wait, has yes. he ever I don't think he I think I'd know if he was gay because someone would have said it in dialogue. Why didn't they put that in the previouslys? <laughs> That's my question. Well, was don't they also like call him like Catherine's like gay best friend or something? <laughs> yes. So uh, then at the high school, Damon tortures Liv, and Elena is like, stop, no more torture. And she's and like, he keeps doing torture. <laughs> yes. And Damon's like, whatever. She was about to kill you, and I want to know why. So he has stuffed Liv's mouth with a rag. And he's like, I'm going to take <laughs> that out. And if I hear a syllable of hocus pocus, one of us is going to break your neck. Spoiler alert, it's going to be me. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> Only when David Salvatore does it do I think it's cute. And he rips the rag out of her mouth and she's not talking. Good for you, Liv. <laughs> and Elaine is like, cut it out. He goes, you don't get to tell me what to do anymore. We broke up, remember? Good. Sound logic. You dumped her. <laughs> I, this is right. It happened the night before this. Like, is, is he gone senile? Yes, in his old age. (laughs) But this fight while torturing Liv is so funny. It is. It's so funny, but I'm just like trying to figure out the logic to their relationship. And the logic dictates that Dave's a fucking idiot. To be fair, he said, let's break up in like a heated moment and then clearly wanted to get it back together and she's not letting him. So I do think that counts as her dumping him. This is the second time this season he's broken up with her because he's bad yeah. for her. He's bad. Um, so and both times he's like, oh, no, like, <laughs> stop <laughs> doing it. <laughs> oh, no. So <laughs> Wait, how did this happen? 
<laughs> well, you did it. That's how it happened. <laughs> but but what is so important to me is him being a little shit to her and Elena being this is like being like this is exactly why we broke up and Liv being like I want to die. <laughs> Let me die. <laughs> she says just she kill day. me already. <laughs> and Damon says tempting, but not until you talk. So she explains. Elaine is the last female doppelganger. After tonight, there might only be one male doppelganger. And if that happens, the travelers are going to come for Elena, in parentheses, because they already have Stefan, which she doesn't tell them, uh, to use you. The they, witches they can't let but that also, They don't think about that. They don't try to figure out what she means. Like, nothing. N- head empty. Like, what the no fuck? No thoughts. Head empty. <laughs> they, they don't take a beat at all. They're just like, Stefan and Caroline are doing a little project. Doi. <laughs> fucking idiots <laughs> now i'm like mad at them <laughs> dennis reynolds voice idiots <laughs> um absolutely infuriating and, and Liv says the witches can't let that happen and damon's like okay elena if it's between you and this psycho you know i'm gonna fucking kill her right and elena's like but if you do that what then what am i supposed to hate you or resent you or forgive you and damon says well that's your choice which is valid he says but the only <laughs> way you're gonna get to make it <laughs> is if you're alive please tell me you understand that and then she's like damon do you not know me i want the d <laughs> Then Jeremy shows up and says that if they want to kill Liv, they have to go through him, too. (laughs) (laughs) What a threat. (laughs) Jeremy, who cares? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, not Jeremy. (laughs) You want to kill her? You have to kill me? Like, okay. Kill me again. You should have said again. Just say that to a person who's already killed you. (laughs) And you guys always bring it up as though it's going to make Elena care. Unreal. (laughs) (laughs) Fools. So then uh, in the parking lot, uh, a truck drives up. Luke gets out and sees Matt and Tyler. And they're like, we're friends of Jeremy and Elena, says says Matt. And Tyler says, even Damon sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yes, Tyler. Uh, I loved it. I was like, this is the season... We were joking, like, Tyler and Damon. But then they keep, like, giving us Tyler and Damon things. And it's actually very funny. <laughs> I, I like, they just keep missing each other. And it's, like, misconnections. Like, they should be together. They're perfect for each other. I mean, this, I think this is the episode where we got the best of it. We got drinking Damo while Tyler's, like, eating his eggs or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also, so cute. Why didn't Bonnie drive over, too? She didn't want to. Maybe she doesn't have a car. (laughs) I think she doesn't have a car. Oh, no. She might not have a car at college. Yeah, Bonnie's stuck there. And everyone's off on her adventures. Who's going to do it? Mayor Dad? No. No. Her mom mom. is a damn V. (laughs) Okay, um, Bonnie, make a little video saying you need a car and send it to your mom. (laughs) Oh, they're going to say send it to Oprah? (laughs) Yeah. Who, who, hey, send it to whoever will give you more one. helpful, I, I think, actually. <laughs> Probably. So Matt's like, oh, don't forget Bonnie. She's who told us you might be here. And Luke's like, okay, my fucking sister's in there. So, and then he's going to do some magic at them. But Tyler zoops up to him and grabs him and is like, yeah, Liv showed us that trick. Do you think Klaus would buy Bonnie a car if she asked? He Honestly, should. Honestly, 
Yes. <laughs> Give us what we want. <laughs> Ask oh Elijah for a car. Yeah. Elijah right? would buy bought. Elijah would make sure she had such a good car. Like he'd be like, it has to have good. Like the way you people go through cars in that town, mm-hmm. like this has to have very good safety ratings. <laughs> Don't worry, not not to worry, my girl. Yeah, Elijah, <laughs> get this girl a car, <laughs> please. My favorite episode of the original is one where Elijah's just going through the book to oh look at what's the best and safest car. <laughs> I would watch an hour of Elijah Klaus at a car dealership, throwing things and crying about like a mutiny from the, the wolves and witches, and then every Elijah scene is just him going. Hmm. Hmm. The, Ke- the Kelly Blue Book <laughs> says this. Haley, Haley shows up. Elijah, there's a problem with the wolves in the bayou. Sorry, Haley. I, I, I must, I must see that Bonnie Bennett gets the best car possible. <laughs> I have important matters to attend. <laughs> Him going to a car dealership and negotiating for a car with some like used car yes. salesman putts. Like that's everything to me. Uh yes. Yes, please. Yes, Josh, come test cars with him. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh yes. I feel young, like he'd be I a need great someone young. Car salesman. Young Josh, I think you'd uh you know what what a you know what a young yep. person might like. <laughs> yep. He's like, so uh tell me about Bonnie. Like she's like, I don't well, I don't really know her. <laughs> Very reliable. <laughs> and Elena Gilbert loves her a great deal. <laughs> Like, I don't know who that is. This is not helpful. He's <laughs> like, give me your phone number. Josh and Bonnie texting and being like, what kind of car do you want? I think <laughs> Elijah will buy you a Lambo if you want. Or <laughs> <laughs> being like, just something small and reasonable. And Josh is like, shoot for the stars, baby girl. He <laughs> is going to spend on you. Get a G-Wagon, Bonnie. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is the dumbest uh, bit we've had in a while. <laughs> I love it. Get like Bonnie's getting a backup cam. Bonnie's getting all the extras. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, good. Apple CarPlay for sure. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Bluetooth. Absolutely. So uh, then Jeremy's like, "What are you waiting for, Damon? Go on. It wouldn't be the first time you killed me. <laughs> it wouldn't. So do it." And Damon's like, she's trying to fucking kill your sister, idiot. And Jeremy's like, no, she won't. She's going to help keep Elena safe. I'm going to make sure of that. To which Damon replies, how? You can't even get a passing grade in penmanship. I'm like, (laughs) Damon, school is not just a one-roomed little shack in the (laughs) woods anymore. They don't teach penmanship in high school, okay? He 100% is like... He understood Rick because he would only teach Civil War, but other than that, he doesn't get what the fuck's happening in there. You're flunking Civil War 2 and <laughs> Civil War math. <laughs> but also, I'm confused where Jeremy is like, she won't do it. Like, she was just about to fucking do it. What has turned? He's certain she's a good person. And that seems like because he wants to fuck her. Technically, she is a good person. She's trying to stop a bad thing from happening. Mm-hmm. I think we we're aware of that. Whatever the travelers are trying to do is the bad thing. Yeah, the travelers don't seem great. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
Jeremy like says to Elena, like, I won't let anyone hurt you. And Elena's like, Jeremy, after all the shit you've been doing at the school, how can I trust you? You haven't exactly been making good decisions, okay? To which Jeremy delivers a deeply fair monologue where he's like, how can you expect me to care about my school when this is my life? I mean, it's not like I can bring my teachers a note saying, hey, sorry, I missed class today. We're under a doppelganger invasion. He says, I know what I'm doing. Liv knows more about the travelers than she's letting on. Like, we have to use her as a resource, essentially. And this is why they sent him to Denver and why he Mm. should have stayed in Denver. But also, again, yes, Liv knows more. We know this. She she revealed this to you. That still doesn't say why all of a sudden she's not going to try to kill Elena. Just, mm-hmm. he, he did not say to her, we have a new plan. He probably should have said that to her in the scene. <laughs> he should have. But uh, Elena trusts him. She's like, look, I trust him. And Damon, you need to trust me. And Damon and Elena leave. And he's never trusted her in Damon's life. I know. I'm like, Damon, what secret plan are you doing on the side that counteracts all of this? <laughs> not one more he finds his brother, that's for sure. Nope. <laughs> uh, so then... Liv and Luke meet up in the parking lot and Luke's like, Liv's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And he's like, we wouldn't be here if you just killed Elena. And Liv says, like, I was just almost turned into an ashtray or whatever you make in woodshop. (laughs) Fair enough. And uh, Jeremy is like, here's plan C. You protect Elena and I help you stop the travelers. Yikes. How the fuck is it? How? Like, yeah, how? (laughs) Jeremy's the least helpful ally you could possibly have. Sorry, Jill. Spoiler. <laughs> Jeremy doesn't stop the travelers. <laughs> what? He doesn't do he shit. He doesn't? <laughs> I know of you're all the people shocked. who are important, integral, moving parts of the storyline, it's definitely not Jeremy. But according to Liv, Jeremy's got hunter skills and he's not afraid to take a stand. That sent me. Not afraid uh, to take a stand. He's no Tyler. <laughs> She she also said that if the travelers are going to come here and make a move on Elena or Mystic Falls, that Jeremy will see it coming. What? Huh? <laughs> he, he doesn't even have stupid, stupid tattoos anymore. He's not Galen Vaughn. What the fuck? Galen. <laughs> Miss him. Yeah, I'm going to give your boy some props. <laughs> wow. hey, Galen Vaughn never thought I'd see the that's day. How, that's how bad this is. How bad they're trying Oof. to... Like, how bad is trying to shoehorn Jeremy into this? You know who's actually helpful? That's how you know. A canonical <laughs> leader, Tyler Lockwood. Mm-hmm. Tyler, give him something to do. Give him a good story, please. Well, he does have something to do because he's joining this little alliance, and so is Matt. Rowdy, rough boys. <laughs> yeah. In triangle formation, too. <laughs> and he says they're part of the deal. Take it or leave it. Honestly, good. Um, This is the only good thing Jeremy has done this week is include the boys. (laughs) Thanks, Jeremy. (laughs) Look, he he heard ladies leave your friends at home and he did not listen. (laughs) (laughs) Our next scene takes place in a parking lot, in a parking garage. And, uh, you know, Tom's like, I've never eaten so much in my life. And Caroline's like, yeah, I don't think anyone has. And Enzo goes, cool. Then it was a fitting last supper and shows up and (laughs) kills Tom. (laughs) Now, obviously, we all like Tom, but this is very funny of Enzo to do. Yeah. Oh, Enzo. Caroline's Uh, fucking horrified and is like, why did you do that? 
And Enzo says, you're not the only one that cut a deal to save like someone's life. That old flame I mentioned, Maggie, the travelers say they know where to find her. And Caroline's like, okay, well, if she's anything like me, she just lost all respect for you. And Enzo says, I'll earn her forgiveness in time because unlike you, Caroline, I'm willing to do whatever it takes for the people I love. The travelers move to some junkyard outside Mystic Falls. Feel free to tell Stefan you're the one who saved his life. And she leaves. Yeah, as Enzo said, like Maggie's the one who made him realize he's a uh, he's a good guy despite all this, and also he doesn't care that she's fucking old now. <laughs> like, which oh my god, that's so hot of him, <laughs> right? I want to see him date this old lady. <laughs> Let's see him date this old bitch. <laughs> what is the Enzo coming the... around with his old ass girlfriend, <laughs> introducing her to Damon? <laughs> does, she, does she know Damon? No, she left before Damon. She left before Damon. Yeah, yeah. She loved Damon. <laughs> I, I, I just fucking love it. It makes me think of um, that joke in Great News that's like my favorite, where uh, Andrea Arnold's character says she can't wait to go to the movie where Chris Hemsworth builds a gazebo for a hundred-year-old woman. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's the kind of romance I need to see Enzo and, and Maggie have. Well, that's uh, what on newcomers, uh, what Nicole and Lauren were saying about uh, Steve Rogers with like old ass Peggy. We like wanted him to fuck her. Yes. Fuck that old lady. (laughs) He'd probably shatter her pelvis, though. She was dying anyway. Like, I mean, what a way to go. (laughs) Still want to know, how does the timeline work? Is, Is he Sharon's uncle or whatever or grandfather or whatever it is? Uh, I don't know. I just know that it's icky. <laughs> so weird. So yeah, I never. Uh, I was never. I was never into Steve and Sharon just because they I never mean, felt like they had any heat between yes, them. Like, it was very awkward. Yeah. And at least Falcon and Winter Soldier knows that, and that's why it's good that she's evil. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, so at the Salvatore house, uh, Damon and Elena are you know pouring some brown liquor. He's like, what are you thinking? She says, she thinks Mrs. Douglas is right. And she, she is. says, yeah, she says, it's not that we're bad for each other. It's not just that we're bad for each other. We're bad for Jeremy. And Damon replies, Jeremy's whole life <laughs> is bad for Jeremy. Got his ass. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like, got him. It's very <laughs> funny. And again, this is a child. <laughs> Fucking roasted him. <laughs> roasted that dumbass kid <laughs> pew 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 <laughs> so he's like you want to fix jeremy put him on a plane and get him out of town he did what he wanted remember against my better judgment <laughs> and then jeremy comes in and he's like i'm moving to orphan boy manor yeah good choice the boys where he belongs he's an orphan and he's a boy <laughs> Yeah, he's going to go live with the Rowdy Rough boys. And uh, Elena's like, wait, no, you don't have to do that. And Damon's like, put your bags down. We'll talk in the morning. And Jeremy's like, no, I should have left a long time ago. And Elena's like, no, no, no. I know things have been crazy lately. But Jeremy's like, no, 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 no. They're always going to be crazy. And I need to figure out how to deal with this on my own. Lately? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, she was missing completely for, for a lately, while pretty like, recently. Has she stopped watching the Vampire Diaries? I understand during season four why you would want to do that, but like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but if you stick with it, there's some really rewarding stuff in season six, Elena. <laughs> <laughs> 
so he says he needs to kind of figure his shit out on his own. And he says, right now, this is best for me. And I'm not asking for permission. So Elena says she'll call every day and she'll make sure to stay more involved. Do we think that's going to happen? No. <laughs> Girl, like, it's the I end of the her. season. Things are happening. You can't get more involved. Like, I love her, but she's Marcos like, is here. <laughs> He's here. It's okay to not be a good parent to a teenager at 19. Like I like I do believe that. Like it's it's a really tough responsibility to have thrust upon Elena. So it's like obviously it, it's not easy and she wouldn't be good at it. But like we should get some help. <laughs> Please. Wait, is this I'm sorry. I I was just looking at Marcos TVD and Google, and then like you don't do that first of all because the first people always ask question, ask something. I'm like, that's not true, is it? And then yeah. apparently it was, and I did not remember that at all. Whoa! I'm I'm I am going to uh, message you in the chat, just you, Morgan, because I'm like Ooh, okay. I didn't remember that at all. Secret yeah. message. Secret. I'm sorry. Yeah, you message. can't. You can't secret look this up. Message. Secret message. I can look it up in how many episodes? <laughs> I guess the end of the season, maybe. Uh, so three episodes. Did you remember this? No. <laughs> Jill, this why is, is wild. Why is no one talking about that all the time in the, in the season five channels? Because this is one of the most convoluted seasons of television ever to exist, and nothing's clear. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I guess you'll find out. <laughs> But also, like, well, we apparently did. Him, I, well, let's keep an eye out for if this is ever revealed. <laughs> Losing what? my mind at this. Um, so, now we have the Steriline car scene. Oh, my God. He's oh my laying God. down in a van. She goes and lays down in the van next to him. They're laying down next to each other. It's so cute. And it's like, and yes. there are these shots of them that are like overhead from through through this like hole in like the car roof. And it's just like so pretty and so soft. And I love Me it. About to have a panic attack just thinking about <laughs> it. <laughs> Don't and she turns panic. to him and says, I love you for free, Steve. <laughs> Dead. So he's like, hey. And she's, he's like, are you? And she goes, a big fat failure? Yep. But on the bright side, I'm also exhausted and very cranky. <laughs> so they're doing bits. It's cute. He's like, what happened? And she's like, I failed. I couldn't kill him. Not even to save you. And he's like, you realize you're saying that you feel guilty because you couldn't do a murder? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, no, I'm guilty because you're still being held prisoner. And he's like, come on. They're never going to let me out. I'm too important for them. And she goes, well, you're even more important now. Enzo killed Tom. And Stefan says, yet another reason to hate Enzo, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Leave him alone, Steve. <laughs> He's a good boy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Enzo and Steve's rivalry? <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it from either of their sides. I don't understand it, but I do think sometimes two dudes meet each other and they're just like, uh-uh. Not with you. <laughs> Absolutely not. And that's what's happening here. But I, th I think for Steve is because like Enzo always takes shit to the next level as we will continue to see. <laughs> Steve was like, I'm fine just not dealing with you at all. And it was like, I won't allow that. Mm -hmm. Steve's like, let's let it go. Like, let's let bygones be bygones. And Enzo is not into that shit. He does not <laughs> let it go. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I meant so. So uh, <laughs> then, uh, like, Caroline's like, I should have seen it coming. All this, like, flirting because he wants to distract me. I invented that. What do we do now? And Stefan says, we sleep. And um, she's like, oh, that's heroic. And he goes, well, my brain is not doing well. Uh, you know, <laughs> I was tortured all day while you were out flirting with yet another British man. Not British. Jealous? That's <laughs> not British. Klaus is not British. <laughs> Seems like he may be a little bit jealous. He is jealous, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's been putting in his vampire diaries all of the British men that Caroline Steve, um, Steve starts talking in a British accent out of the blue. Oi, <laughs> <Boy>, Caroline! <laughs> oh, no. Hey, are you doing full cockney? I want to fall to a British accent. <laughs> Please, sir. <laughs> and so Caroline kind of closes her eyes and, like, lays there for a second. And she says... You knew? That's why you let me go, because you knew the whole time I wouldn't do it, right? And Steve's like, not that you couldn't do it, that you wouldn't do it. And she says, how? And he says, because I know you. That's what makes you, you. (laughs) Ah! Ah! (laughs) And they just, like, lie there, and she cuddles up to him, and it's so fucking cute. I'm dead. And Jill, I, uh, obviously, you've said you, you like this, but also, of course, yeah. uh, as you as, as you love Tybrid and Caroline, how how are you feeling in general? Tybrid and Caroline have run their course. Okay, um, I want good things for Tyler, and Caroline yes. is not it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, she's bad. She's bad for him. <laughs> she's bad for him. <laughs> They're toxic. <laughs> <laughs> they should do that scene. They should. <laughs> Morgan, not to ruin our, our, our fun, but I just want to uh-huh. say that thing that I learned about Marcos is apparently like there's flashbacks to it. We'll, we'll see it. Also, uh. his Wikipedia entry, like his fandom uh, wiki, is insane. I'm like seeing things. He was, I'm like, what? And it's like, and then in this, he, he this happened. I'm like, wait, what? He was interacting with these people. So Marcos is like the author Caroline? of all of our pain. Not Caroline. <laughs> Catherine? You, yeah, Morgan, you should read his fandom wiki. Jill, I will. It's hilarious. <laughs> I won't. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So then at the Salvatore house, Elena starts packing our bags. And Damon's like, something tells me you're not packing for our honeymoon, which is like one of his worst jokes in the episode. Yeah. And Elena says, I'm going back to campus. And he's like, you know, that doesn't solve anything, especially now that Jeremy's free and clear of our horrible influence, which is um, funnier, but also, like, you shouldn't be joking about that. You are a bad influence on this child. (laughs) So Elena's like, it's not about Jeremy. It's about us. It's not that we're bad for each other. It's that when we're together, we do bad things for each other. And I can't live like that. So Damon offers to drive her to Whitmore. And she says she can't do that. She'll spend the whole car thinking about, like, his hand being right next to hers. And even though she'll try, she won't be able to stop herself from taking it. And then letting him kiss her when she gets there. And, like, it's, you know, if you give a mouse a cookie, the mouse is going to ask for a glass of milk. And that's what being with David Salvatore is like. Yep. So she says, we'll never get where we need to go. We'll just end up back here where we started. And that's why I need you to let me go. And Damon walks over to her and you think he's about to, you know, pull a Damon and monologue about how he loves her and how it doesn't matter. He's going to go kill someone. But instead, <laughs> he just gives her a little forehead kiss and he tells her to travel safe and she leaves. Gross. I, romance. 
It is that moment. Cool. Elijah should be like, never mind, because the fact that he showed that growth <laughs> means he's ready. <laughs> if I was Elaine, I'd be like, never mind, and climb him like a tree. I like Cli- <laughs> climb Ian like a tree. <laughs> like a very tiny tree. <laughs> like, like one a of those stump. miniature Charlie Brown. <laughs> She's taking him to Stump Town. <laughs> oh my god, he's short, Jill. I, I picked up on that. Yep. He's a short king. <laughs> he and Summerald are the original short king. His hat um, or his crown. <laughs> Jill, did you, how did this make you feel about it? Like this leaving off point feel for Delena? I know you were like, this is silly. Nice. But like, he, he this is a good, yeah. It. I mean, I am scared for what's to come, but <laughs> this was nice. <laughs> to learn it gets worse. Before I get to yeah, again, there's like a, a, a huge dip, and I'm like, that's what makes it so the drastic has to happen to make it good again. Oh <laughs> no! So then, uh, Bonnie <laughs> Jeremy a voicemail because now that's fucking happening, and she says, "I have I haven't heard back, and I have a million questions, so I miss you, and I'm confused. That's all. Call me. I'm sorry, but." Fuck Jeremy Gilbert. You're making Bonnie leave that kind of a fucking voicemail for you. Yeah. Talk to your girlfriend. I fucking Call hate you. Call your girlfriend. Ooh. Mm-hmm. you had the talk. Tell her about whatever is happening in your plot. I don't know. Tell me you live in Orphan Boy Manor. Tell me dream about your boys. The worst. Just bench 502. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Of- <laughs> Good. Perfect. Uh, so then uh, we come back. Stefan and Caroline are spooning. Stefan's the big spoon. They're spooning, yes. I'm unwell. They Jill, hear. <laughs> I, I saw it. <laughs> I, sh- I sure I, did I remember with these eyes. Someone in the Discord saying. That they didn't know I shipped Steriline White? <laughs> Have you listened to this podcast? I feel like you've made that clear since, like, season one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go back and listen. That's why we say, listen to it at least three times, the podcast. Mm-hmm. You have to. Yeah, we or always you, say. Or you're missing so much. <laughs> so they, they're, awake, they're awoken by the sounds of yammering. And they go over, and the travelers, they're all yammering, and they're... Be Marcos. Be still. <laughs> be still. <laughs> they're, drinking, uh, they're drinking doppelganger blood, and Delicious. suddenly Sloan sets a guy on fire, and then all the other travelers are also on fire. And then cool. Stefan cool. grabs her hand and zoops yeah. her away. Yeah, it's a lot of people on fire, which looks kind of cool. Uh, then all of the travelers show up to Bonnie, and they have to pass through her, and she's like, running from them because it's so much pain at the same time then once they've passed all passed through her she collapses down on the ground and then a shadow like shape materializes out of her body a shadow self if you will i will and becomes a dude who walks out of the room with his face fucking hidden because they're not even showing Which you is Marcos. weird because the actor uh, Rafi, what is how, how do you say his last name? Rafi mm-hmm. something. Uh, yeah. Like his name is in the like, guest star so it's not Credit. even like a body double. Like, uh, yeah, uh, Rafi Barsoomian. Oh, yeah. And it's it's like a really it's a cool effect and like a cool thing but it's so weird to not show his face. I was like, so excited to see his face and then 
Nah. Nothing. <laughs> but also, um, is that like implying that he was on the other side and like yeah. came? Okay. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> You're doing great. I was scared I wouldn't have a straight answer for that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of our app. Uh, does anyone that have any crushes? Yes. Who's your crush? Steve and Caroline. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Who's my yes. crush? Oh, yeah. I wonder who it's going to be. Caroline. Mm. Mm. Okay. And. Wait, what? Tyma Avery. <laughs> Ooh, and <yep>. Steve. <laughs> and Enzo. this was like a really solid crush worthy episode Mm -hmm. i i have to say damon salvatore in a deep soft looking v-neck sweater like (laughs) that was a deep v and it looked soft and he's like paying his pta dues and shit like i don't know it's working for me i'm sorry (laughs) uh any rankings yes so I partially um, gave my crush to Steve and Caroline because neither of them made my rankings. <laughs> How many is it this week? Tom Avery better be number fucking one. Six. <laughs> All right. Same as last time. And they couldn't even make it. Okay. Number six mm-hmm. is Damon. Okay. And in parentheses, strong. I put funny to remember my reasoning. Damon, funny. Okay. Characters, welcome. <laughs> Number five. Uh-huh. Super low, and I hate myself for it, mm-hmm. but it's Tyler. Whoa. Whoa. Has he ever been this low? He's either not been on it or he's number one. <laughs> yeah. I know. Or he's like two In parentheses, sometimes. I put weird hot. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> Number four, I have mm-hmm. Enzo. Okay, up one from last And that one. is... In parentheses, charming. <laughs> Detailed reasons. I love yes. having a reason. <laughs> Number three. I'm at three, right? Mm-hmm. Number three is live okay. because pretty. Noise, 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 noise. last time. Hell yeah. Number two is Bonnie. Ooh. I love, I love Bonnie. I feel so bad for her. I love We all love do. love her. Same oh. as last time. Perfect. And taken number one. Mm-hmm. Is Tom. Yes! <laughs> for being Tom. He's I am curious Tom. the Ampies will, will be like, really? Him? Do the Ampies like Tom? I don't Have know they if talked they care about, about Tom? Tom? I don't know if they Why do, but they not? should. He's a sweet boy. <laughs> like he's technically nothing, but I love him with my entire heart. <laughs> he's never uh, done anything wrong in his entire life. Exactly. The opposite of a flop. Yeah. Right? <laughs> He showed Give up me in the his Tom slayed. Avery diaries. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Tom All Avery paramedic show. He, just plays a, <laughs> he plays a kind man. That's the <laughs> show. I'd watch it. <laughs> oh, it had to be a prequel because he is dead as fuck now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess Rip. that's it for us, folks. <laughs> Um, you can follow us on socials. Just Google it. You can follow me on Twitter at Lorgan Mudich. Jill, where can the people find you? I'm on Twitter at Jobo Baggins. If you want to follow my book Instagram, 
where I'm also posting about binding because I'm teaching myself book binding. Uh, it's at For the Puppeteer. And Latoya, where can the people find you and should they? Nah. <laughs> cool. Follow us at, yeah. on Twitter at Amp Diaries Pod instead. And subscribe to our Patreon. You can join our Discord. We're doing a bunch of fun stuff over there. Um, book Club, Cole Turner Cast, occasionally Legacies Coverage. It's all there and it's all you too. Uh, and until next time, please just remember that Tom Avery was an innocent man and he had to die for arbitrary and dumb magical reasons so that Marcos could show up, I guess. If, <laughs> if there's any reason to hate the travelers. <laughs> this is it. This is the this only is reason. <laughs> this is it.